Nothing like a rousing chorus of the, the state song at yeah. this hour of the morning. That is no. a cover version, by the way, of course. That's not the really? original. Yeah, yeah. No? No, I thought that's the way they wrote it back in the 1800s. Uh, President's Day, of course, was Monday, although it wasn't really Monday. It's tomorrow. It's the 22nd. Everybody knows that. But uh, as for convenience, put it on Monday. Felix is probably against this whole Monday holiday thing, aren't you? Oh, I love Monday holidays. Oh, <laughs> All right, so it doesn't go that far. Your your uh, uh, what is a detail usually. Anyway, uh, a refresher on how we came to be called Washington uh, and the meaning of the name. There's a, a hidden meaning to the name. Yeah. Well, I mean, tomorrow's the 22nd. That's George Washington's 292nd birthday. If you're keeping track. And now, in just a moment, I will reveal what scholars scholars believe the name Washington actually means. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, wake the kids, phone the neighbors. Yep. Um, before I do that, I want to remind everyone what we know about Washington. And how it came to be our state's name. That's been a tradition here on Seattle's Morning News back when I started doing this segment in the 1950s. Now, um, Washington Territory was carved from Oregon Territory and officially created in March 1853 when that lame duck Whig Party president, Millard Fillmore, signed the bill a few days before he left office. And this is the only part of the radio dial where anyone will ever say lame duck Whig Party president. That's true. Now, Fillmore was vice president and became president when Zachary Taylor died in office in 1850. And then at the Whig convention in 1852, Winfield Scott got the nomination and then lost the election to Franklin Pierce. So Fillmore was a lame duck for eight months. Can you imagine? Um, the place was supposed to be called Columbia Territory after the river, which was named by the American merchant Robert Gray after his ship in 1792. So Columbia had become the name of the region drained by the river, which is why the Canadian province just north of us is called British Columbia. Makes perfect sense, right? Right. The name switcheroo came at the last moment when a helpful member of Congress from Kentucky suggested honoring the first president by calling the new territory Washington. Locals here were not happy. There's lots of old editorials from the time saying it would confuse everybody. Now, U.S. Representative Richard H. Stanton was that Kentucky lawmaker's name. And just eight years later, during the Civil War, he would be accused of assisting rebel recruits who wanted to sneak out of Kentucky, join the Confederate Army, and then come back and attack. He was actually arrested and sent to prison, but was released after he swore loyalty oath to the United States. And how, who, who can't identify with that, right? Who so, else here hasn't been so arrested? he's eligible for higher office still. Yeah, exactly. It's that swearing that yeah. loyalty thing. Right. Now, as for the reputation of our state's namesake, we've talked before about how George Washington, the man, um, enslaved people, had enslaved people at Mount Vernon. We've also reported that some historians believe he evolved and changed his views on slavery. We know he did free those enslaved persons when he died. Okay, so here's the new information. I was doing some research recently about place names in the U.K., and I came across a community in northeast England called Washington. It's about 275 miles north of London, about 100 miles south of Edinburgh. It was traditionally a coal mining area, but industrialized decades ago, attracted some manufacturing, including a big Nissan plant. The town of Washington in the U.K. is where George Washington's ancestors are from. Part of an estate the Washington family lived in until about 600 years ago is still standing. It's been restored. It's now owned by the National Trust and is open to the public. Jed Parker is the chair of Washington History Society. That sounds like someplace around here, but it's actually in the UK. Mm. Now, in a Zoom call the other day, he told me that the brick built, the building associated with George Washington's ancestors is a very old and very modest brick structure known as Old Washington Hall, or excuse me, Washington Old Hall. The Old Hall is a, is a relatively small manor house. Um, if, if you were to visit here, you're, you're done and dusted within the hour. Um, we're not talking about a, you know a grand property with um, you know, lots of rooms and um, uh, lots of things to see. But but it's like a little gem. I like that phrase, you're done and dusted within the hour. Um, now, the first ancestor of George Washington to come to North America was his great-grandfather, John Washington, who arrived in 1656. But back in England, Jed Parker says the Washington family had moved out of Washington Old Hall much earlier than that, way back in 1399. 
And so it's it's a couple of hundred years later that the um, the Bishop of Durham purchases it for his uh, for his grandson, and it, in essence, it gets remodeled then. So although it's 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 got some elements that go back to uh, the Norman times and maybe earlier, the majority of it was put together in the 17th century. So again, we have to tell our American friends that it's um, most of it's a fake. <laughs> So the coolest part of the story is that George Washington's surname comes from that community as surnames were solidifying 800 years or so ago, says Jed Parker, around the time one of George Washington's ancestors settled there. And so it's possible to analyze the syllables and come up with a meaning for it. We believe that the the name Washington uh, dates back to Anglo-Saxon times. Um, and if you pick it apart, it's in sort of three parts. Uh, Wasser, the start of it, which is seen to be the possible name of a, of a Saxon or possibly a Saxon leader or chief, and Inga, uh, very simply the uh, the family of, and then, as is very common in, in lots of place names, Tun, town, we get the word town. So, you know, putting the three together, um, you'd say the, uh, the, the land or the area, the farm or so on of the, um, the Wasser family. So that's what we're named after. We're named after the Wassa family, a Saxon chief from more than a thousand years ago. Now, there are other theories about the name, but the one Jed Parker shared seems the most reasonable. He says there's nothing planned for the birthday celebration tomorrow, but there will likely be a bigger deal in 2032 for the tricentennial. And remember that corny old joke where someone would ask you, hey, Dave, is there a 4th of July in England? Mm-hmm. At Washington Old Hall, the answer is yes. We always have a July the 4th ceremony, and that's been running since 1956. And it's actually quite a big deal um, in terms of getting local schools along and um, uh, local dignitaries. And if there's any American that's within sniff indifference, they are lassoed and brought in and have to uh, say something. So it should be a big deal. In in 2032, that will be the 300th birthday of Washington. And as Sully knows, it'll also be the 100th birthday of the Aurora Bridge. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 So that's on the, I was looking up, it's on the Tyne River. I think I've been there because yeah. back in the, in 1977, we, we did a trip to, uh, England and they were taking us to all these, you know, links to America. Oh, cool. I think we visited that place. Yeah, I'd like to go. Uh, that, the fact, the fact we're the farm of the area of the Wassa family. That's what yes. Washington, Washington actually means something. Wassa. Wow. Blows, blows my mind anyway. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, Felix. All of Felix's features are at mynorthwest.com.